Get After It Podcast, where we talk about what it is, but we're more interested in what gets you from the before picture to the after. Joe Ryan is a Marine vet. Brian Gustafson's an Army vet, both from Montana, and they sold cars together 15 years ago. Now they both like talking with people on different topics they're passionate about. Yeah, we do. 22 times over. 23. 23 times this over. This will be episode 23. We're recording well, the morning that episode 22 dropped. Yeah, I haven't even... I've, I've gotten to where I'm just describing um, whatever. We haven't got to the even the good argument part yet, as I've been listening back yet. I'm in like 20 minutes. You mean our, dis- you mean our spirited discussion? Our spirited discussion. Right. The biblical um, debate. Where we explore dif- differing understandings of the same book. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was obviously stimulating because yeah. I, I was like I went to the restroom right afterwards and I had sweat through my shirt and I was like whoa I didn't remember being so ad- I mean I feel like that's what happens when I'm agitated or or on edge or something oh, but I didn't I feel that weren't. way okay no, I, was no, no. Say, I hope you weren't like agitated I felt it was a really good hold on hold on there's nope. birds fighting look at them whoa maybe they're trying to oh but, <laughs> like, like we would tell the little kids, I don't think they're fighting. <laughs> I don't. They might not be fighting. That's just a mommy and daddy bird. Look, there they go again. So we're outside out on the balcony of Albanco to record today um, before I need to go to work. And Joe's got an appointment as well. Yeah. So we just left Volta. We're still covered in salty yeah, sweat. And we're, so we're outside mainly to save everyone inside from smelling our, our sweaty knee caps yeah sweaty sweaty knee caps and you're maybe looking directly <laughs> at the whiteness that is my pure driven snow colored skin um it kind of hurts the eyes it like reflects the sun it yeah no um i should have brought my sunglasses that's why i usually wear pants yeah and you've actually got like behind us is a cool nice little backdrop but you've got like slivers of light piercing your eyeballs as well it's not my favorite but i like the way it looks like i'm <laughs> it's distracting as i'm like i'm talking and then it like shines right right there like, yeah because as we were setting up we were kind of facing you know like we have the little camera set up over here we were facing that way but now like to actually have a conversation you've got to face into the light and we didn't notice it until now i didn't quite notice that but yeah hey you live and learn next time we do it out here which i mean i like it i like it this is our first outside recording and Okay, so I can't ever hear birds, just so you know. Maybe what if we turn up your headphones? Hold on. I mean, possibly. Hold on. You're number two or number one? I can't remember. Uh, I'm going to turn up. I'm number one. Yep, I'm going to turn mine down because that was really loud. See if I can hear it. No, all, no, all I hear is... Okay. Yeah, I just... The, the, pitch, the pitch of birds, to me, is just a... a a pitch that I've lost in my hearing. I just can't. I can't oh. hear it anymore. Gotcha. Well, they sound like birds. Like tweet. Yeah, like they're tweeting. They're tweeting. I think I'm going to listen back to this to see if I can. Because I can. I think I can hear it in my headphones. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So All right. anyways. So that's what we got. We got birds tweeting. We got some cars maybe driving by. We might be able to hear that. Um, We're Joe, tra- Joe, what do you have to drink? I've got like a fancy latte, but a plain flavored fancy so i mean fancy by he put the little yeah you've got a heart design the little heart flower design i wish i could scoot that over to the camera so you could see it but i'll probably just spill it 
because he got it in this really cool cup. Yeah, he does. He does the cool heart designs. I've got a almond butter smoothie, Ooh. which he said has like possibly like thirty plus grams of protein in it. Yeah, he said that. But I, when I, the whole time he was saying that, I was like, no way. He just, yeah, that's he, a that's a lot of protein because like my protein shake doesn't have that much. Yeah, like it's all protein, and I put a whole scoop in, and it's still twenty five grams. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like th- I think my protein shake is twenty two grams, but then I use soy milk because it's the highest protein content milk you can use, uh-huh. and I'm, I get it up to thirty then. Well, now on the other hand, um, Jesse's like a that's what he went to school for. So maybe like he he does know exactly, <laughs> he, he, and that's the thing is like he probably does know exactly. You, I've realized, I've realized. We talked about it a little bit on the last podcast. Mm-hmm. You, you challenge all knowledgeable people. Yes, like like anybody that that says they know something, you're like you don't. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like somebody's like, hey, you should do a squat this way. You're like, no, I shouldn't. This contains this much protein. No, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like this chair is white. No, it's not, you know, know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Your first, your first thing, which I think that, that, that it's a good instinct to, to question things. Yeah. But it might also, um, be troublesome in, in like trust. Oh, for sure. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. like you might have a a small issue in, in trusting people. I do. Yeah. I assume they're going to let me down and mm. then I wait for them to prove me wrong. Yeah, see, and that's, I, I think I'm kind of opposite, which is, again, like why I like that we're, we're a pair, you yeah. know, we're a couple. I actually, I'm going to sidetrack for just a second. Um, today, we, after the workout, on Thursdays, we have coffee after the workout. That's kind of our cool down exercise right. is just to drink mm-hmm. um, some pour over coffee. And you and I sat next to each other on the couch. Yeah. And I typically, if it had been anyone else on the couch... Even though I've been working out there for a couple months and I know the people, I wouldn't have sat that close to someone. Well, and I thought about that this morning and I was like, oh, like I, I think I kind of like Joe. Like, you know. You must be comfortable with me. Yeah, mm-hmm. a, a comfortable manner. And so anyway, we were, we were sitting on the couch and, uh, oh, dang it, I totally lost my train of thought. Mm, I question authority, something at the gym. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, well, and anyway, in that, I was just like, oh, I, I also trust Joe. Ah. You know that was the other that was the other aspect of it is I do mm-hmm. I do trust Joe. Um, now uh, we've got uh, it, it's interesting when people see us podcasting. We had somebody just walking into Albanco. Mm-hmm. Even before we were recording, people kind of you know they give the eye. Mm-hmm. Like what are they doing? They give the eye. But hopefully, again, the reason we do these on on site recordings. Um, first of all, it's hard to find an office space that can we can own. Um, for yeah, free, for sure. Um, but secondly, just to kind of get the word out, hey, we record podcasts, and we're, you should, you should listen to said podcast. We're doing a thing, mm-hmm. you know. You should listen. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. So, so today, we wanted to, there was one thing that we wouldn't. Oh, oh, yeah. So we get back from the workout, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that's what we did this morning, and it was actually, I don't want to say like the hardest workout we've done. It, um, it's called an EMOM every minute on the minute and mm-hmm. so you have a minute to finish whatever x exercise you're doing mm-hmm. and you just do that every minute on the minute and sometimes when you do those one of those minutes is like a rest minute because it's too hard this time we didn't have that we right. just we had five exercises that we needed to do five different times you know iterations for 25 minutes mm-hmm. so it's just a long time 
to continuously, you know, be moving your body. Right. But before that, we do, um, you know, you kind of warm up and, and limber up your body. It's a good move to do, right? Right. But I don't know. I, I hope everyone out there understands, like, when you wake up in the morning, the worst thing in the morning is cold. Coldness. So when I'm out hunting, it's hard to get out of the sleeping bag. When it's the morning and my wife has left, like, the window open in the room, it's hard to get out of bed. When you walk into the, we have a, I've shared before, there's a window in my shower. And sometimes my wife, when it's cool at night, she'll open that window to just get more airflow through the house. She mm-hmm. loves airflow in the house. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's like an OCD thing. Mm. But then like the windows open in the, I want my bathroom warm. Like mm-hmm. if I could, I would always have like, I would have a heated toilet seat. I would have a heated floor. And the heated toilet seat is like the number one thing. I mean, if you don't like cold and you're, yeah. I mean, every day you're going to sit down on something cold like that and you have those, that split couple yeah. seconds of like, yeah. <gasps> and it's just, it, it's worse in the morning, right? It's yes. worse in the morning. And so there's a, there's an, uh, a warm up exercise you can do at the gym mm-hmm. that is the air assault bike. Yep, it's like a fan bike. It's a fan bike. On the front, the front wheel is a fan that blows cold air in your face hole. Well, yes, and mine this morning, because that's what I used to warm up while everyone else was doing a really fun-looking game of what you call wall ball, <clears throat> um, which is actually basketball with a medicine ball. So yep. I, don't, I don't know what he's calling it. It's called ball. wall ball lightning. Okay. So if you played basketball, you played the game of lightning. We just mm-hmm. do it with exercise balls. Yeah. And um, so my knee was feeling a little little weird to, uh, for the last, well, I mentioned that on the last podcast, but my knee has been feeling a little weird. So he's like, well, why don't you go warm up on the fan bike? And I thought, cool. I mean, that looks easy. It's just an exercise bike that moves your arms and has a fan on it. Um, so I jump on and immediately when you start pedaling, this fan starts working. And for me, it, you know, it didn't go into my face. It went right up my shorts. Mm-hmm. It went in into my leg inner area. And I was like, internally, I was like, oh, oh hi, hi, <laughs> outwardly, I was like, I'm a man. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, because we're all doing the game like right where you're. You guys are you're so at, like, so yeah. close to me. You yeah. walk back and you kind of a lot of people are catching eyes with me, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no worry, good job over there. I'm also getting warmed up, but internally, I'm like, ah, so, cold. So, so cold, so cold, oh gosh, cold. can I stop, please? <laughs> yeah, when yeah. do I warm and, up? And that's happened to me. Every time that we use the the air assault bike for a warm up, I'm just <laughs> like, come on, like let it, let's do this after we've warmed up. I've, I'm thinking about like wrapping a towel around myself <laughs> like a skirt I've thought and like tying it maybe <laughs> I've thought the same thing just to go grab one of those they have bright colored towels that you wipe down things with that get your your grubby sweat on you know yeah I just wanted to like tape a few of those on the section of the fan that blows towards you yeah. and and just be like yeah this is this needs to happen I'm sorry yeah this is not good this is horrible and so I wanted to make sure we shared that with everyone because I think they'll understand I don't know if there's very many people that are like, oh, I enjoy cold in the morning. Yeah, I love it. Well, there are some people that do that um, cold weather, not cold weather training. There are those two. But the people that just jump into the cold water to shock their system for health purposes, you know? Right. That I'm not one of those people. So I, I tried that for a little bit. After I would get home from the gym, I'd do like a warm shower, but then I would end it with no hot, like just as as cold as your house shower would get. And do you stand there and go, hi, yeah, oh. You go, oh, hop, 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 
like that. And you're doing it for the same reason, basically? Well, yeah, essentially just like to shock my system. There was, uh, we've talked about him before in the podcast. There's this guy, David Goggins. Okay. And he um, talks about just, uh, you know, motivation and working through pain and sometimes actually giving yourself, purposely giving yourself pain so that when you accidentally get pain, you, you handle it better. So if you think about, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's hunting season now, and in order to get elk, I kind of have to put myself through pain. Oh, but yeah. if I haven't ever done it before, mm-hmm. it's really hard to, like, intentionally put yourself through pain to walk up the mountain or climb over trees or uh, especially after you get the animal down you then got to carry the thing out you know Mm -hmm. and so it helps to put yourself through these uncomfortable situations and so this guy david goggins like he runs every day Mm -hmm. and he oftentimes like i'm pretty sure he's married but it doesn't really matter he he'll just sleep on the floor some nights Mm -hmm. just to be purposely uncomfortable that's what i do i was going to mention um I, i actually sleep on the floor every night and um, I used to sleep on the every floor every night. Every night, and um, I used to do that. Uh, my I was living with a friend of mine, um, Charlie, out in Cascade, and I, I was living in one of his rooms down in the in the basement. And I'd just sleep on the floor. You know, I just had a, a, a blanket down there, a quilt down there, and a, a, a pillow. And he was like, "Why are you doing this? I mean, I have like an extra. We could throw like an extra mattress or even like a camping." pad on the floor like what is happening and i was like well i just i mean have you ever been to like a hotel and it's a nice hotel and you're like really happy to be there and you're like oh man this is good i like this room i'm gonna have a little fun here um and then you get into bed and it's uncomfortable and you can't get any sleep that night and so your next day is like ah and usually you're at either a business meeting or on vacation somewhere Mm -hmm. and so your hotel stay has been ruined well i won't sleep on the floor of a hotel let's not be Let's not be, you know, crazy here. <laughs> oh, I'm not being crazy. <clears throat> so then now when I sleep in a hotel bed, I'm like, ooh, oh, so comfy. I just, I'm like sleeping on a cloud here. And while Melanie's like, I can't sleep on this thing. I got to get back to my home bed. Yeah. That's the only place that's comfortable for me. I don't know if it works. I mean, I guess. So like, like literally like every night you sleep on the floor. Every night. Yep. On a, wow. I used to sleep at the foot of the bed, like a dog, you know, uh-huh. like a faithful dog. Now I sleep kind of on the side of the bed and it's not like a, for, maybe a forever thing. Maybe I'll, I've thought about getting back in the bed, but I need more space. I, we have a queen. I think, oh, I think I need a king. Yeah. You know? my, my wife and I, somebody gifted us right when we first got married, somebody gifted us a king bed, Oh, which yeah. is like an, that's. If you're thinking about gifting somebody something, gift them a king bed. Gift them a king bed? Um, She was actually, I was a manager at Burger King at the time, and she was one of my, you know, employees, Mm -hmm. and um, just loved my wife and I, and she had just gotten a little bit of inheritance. uh, Whoa. And she's like, you know, I I really want to do this for you guys. And we had that king bed for the first 12 to 15 years of our marriage. Dang. So and like an employee at Burger King was like, I like you guys so much. I'm going yeah. to just give you this king sized bed. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> and so ever since then, my wife and I like, yeah, the amount of room she needs. I don't need that much room. I can, I can cuddle. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. She doesn't like any, any, like not even like a, a toe. Don't even put your hand on my elbow. Yeah. Uh, she, she likes it. 
you know, if we can have like two humans in between us of space. Okay. Like don't, don't have the humans there, okay. but they could fit there. The space. Yeah, available. the amount of space there. But what I found out about king beds, you have to be prepared because um, the sheets are more expensive. Mm -hmm. You have to have now more pillows. Yep. The comforter is like a hundred dollars more. Mm -hmm. and the frames, mm -hmm. they're hard to fit in places. Like it's just, it is kind of a pain. We'll probably have to get new dresser a new dresser right because right because it takes up wide. more it takes up more room in mm -hmm. in your room but it does it it does definitely help you should you should try it you yep. should try a king bed it's in the plans i think we've yeah. put it on the, the have you heard of the purple bed the top of the list um i have heard of it but what is it so you can order it online uh oh, hashtag hashtag this? not sponsored but the purple bed is like the next one i want to try mm -hmm. and they like send it to you uh, you know, like like Amazon, you know, like it just comes in a box. Mm -hmm. I don't think you can order them on Amazon, but like the ads are really cool. They like put eggs on the bed and then drop heavy things on the eggs and the eggs don't break oh. because the bed is like just so like forming. Oh, they drop it on top of the eggs. On top of the egg. Whoa. Like they have like the egg and then like a, I don't know. I don't know. You just have to watch on like YouTube or something. But so I've met a couple people that have had the bed. Uh-huh. And it, it's not just a gimmick. Like, wow. it actually is a good bed. So I could, like, sit on my cat. And then... I not, mean, not recommended, but yeah. Not, like, smothering his head, but just, like, the body. You mm -hmm. know, I could, like, sit on him, and he would not break. I, I, I don't want to guarantee that. Well, I'm going to take that as a guarantee. Okay. All right. <laughs> and then you could... I mean, yeah, you could try to, like, sumo sky wrestling move. I needed more... Frodo. I had more, more like a... Like an old matronly hen, you know, just like... Mm, like snuggle in on top of him. Yeah, like nesting. Because, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned that he he now likes to sit in the, the crook of your back. That's what I was thinking, yeah. So, yeah. I was, I was thinking, and so, so now, like, him. you could just, like, sleep on him. Just on With his head exposed so he can still, like, get the air. Yeah, or maybe get, like, a little kitty snorkeler device. A CPAP. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for a cat. For the cat. Yeah, While, so, so you could, could sleep, sleep on him. Like, on him. Mm-hmm. And then if this works, you can market it. I would. Because you know people want to sleep on their cats. They want to... I mean, people, even people that... Especially the people that don't even... Like, they kind of don't even like their cats. Mm -hmm. Because the cats sleep on top of them. They're like, oh, payback time, baby. Oh, oh. And so on that note, mm -hmm. we have, we have a, a higher window on my side of the room in our bed. Mm -hmm. King size bed. Okay. So, like, the distance between the edge of the bed and the wall is maybe, um, you know, two feet. But then there's this window that sits maybe five feet off the ground. And mm -hmm. that's, and, and you can kind of get this picture. Well, if my wife leaves the window open, which she likes to do, mm -hmm. the cats all night want to check what's going on outside because the window's open. They can hear, they can see, there's little squirrels and maybe other neighborhood cats out there. Mm -hmm. They're investigating what's outside. Mm -hmm. And so all night long, they will jump from my side of the bed <laughs> to the windowsill mm -hmm. and then to get down they jump on my shin mm. like that's where they like to land is directly on my shin and calf mm. and so it's fun they, they don't have like nails out or anything but i wake up every hour or so to a cat jumping on me and i've told my wife like hey maybe don't leave the window open at night in our room because the cats right okay i don't think i don't think she cares nah. she I mean. she doesn't care at all because they don't jump on her okay and right. maybe may the nights that you get jumped on, maybe you're just like a nicer person that day. And she noticed. And you're like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm a nicer person. 
I'm not even a really nice person anyway, so like I can't imagine being more nice after getting worse sleep. You're so nice. Don't yeah. try to don't try to hide. You're, I, just, I, you're like I the think, nicest person. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm thinking I'm thinking like I should do something mean to her. So as you're saying, I'm a nice person. Just, like I want to get I want to have payback. You want to equal it out. Yeah, just I want to like balance back to this situation. Whenever the cat jumps on my calf, I want to like throw a dog treat on her side of the bed mm, so make, that the dogs will come like wake her up. So then you can like yeah like a training session yeah every time you associate this open window you're gonna get a dog on you <laughs> yeah <Okay. laughs> yep. and it's like like yeah like pavlov's theory you know um she opens that window and she feels the pain of a dog waking her up in the middle of the night mm -hmm. so she just won't open windows anymore and then you don't even have to talk to her just yep. just what you want to have happen will just happen yeah and eventually yeah my wife and i don't have to talk anymore that's the plan mm, perfect that would keep me out of so much trouble i think if I could just be... If your wife just always knew, mm -hmm. Joe loves me, yep. and you don't have to then communicate ever again. Right. Just, I, I, you, I'm going to do all of the stuff that you need me to do. You can ask me to do things, and I'll just do them. Um, but, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, re I, re I really like kidding, kidding around with my wife, so I don't, think I, could, I don't think I could stop talking to her. Because she laughs, she still laughs at my jokes, which... That's another love language for me. Oh, well, <laughs> we, we've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. Like, my wife doesn't laugh at my jokes. Mm -hmm. She doesn't laugh at my jokes, and I, I need her to. Right. Well, that, so you were just getting ready to say, like, love language, like, someone laughing at your jokes, like, speaks love. It does. It yeah. speaks love. And for me, I, I'm also just trying to perfect my jokes because if she doesn't laugh, I'm like, oh, is that not hitting right? Dang. You yeah, know, she's, you got to work on your tempo. Yeah, she has a pretty good sense of humor, so I test it on her, and then I can put it on the microphone, you know? Right, right. Because <laughs> I yeah. like to be, I like to, you know, some some shows I don't talk at all. I don't. I, maybe I'll say, hey, everyone, this is hello, how are you? But sometimes I just, you know, nothing. Uh, but then there's other crowds where they like that interaction, so I'm talking after almost every song and I'm trying to crack jokes in the moment right not have canned responses and all that stuff and so it's um, it's nice to be able to practice on your loved ones <laughs> yeah and so my family I think they think is hilarious to not laugh at me right like that's kind of their thing is like even if I'm funny they're just gonna like sit all stoic I'm not giving you this. Right. And it and it's painful. I don't want them to know it works. But it does work. It, it does work. It gets under my skin. Mm -hmm. It really does. And I wish I wish they would laugh. I want yeah. people to laugh. Yeah. I wish I mean in that same vein, like I feel that because like when I was growing up, my parents were not all that musical. Well, maybe my mom could sing pretty good. But I was thinking, you know, when I'm when I have kids, they're going to be so impressed that I'm a musician. They're just going to be like, I mean, they just, they'll just want to know about it. They'll want to learn an instrument. They'll want to be just like me probably. And it'll be so easy. Right. Right. Um, and then you become a musician and yeah. they don't care. They even think that anything that I do is, is just, I mean, cause I asked him, I was like, so what'd you think of that? Cause I, sometimes I used to bring my kids to the show. Right. Right. And, um, I remember Piper, my daughter's, I was like, so what'd you think? And she goes, I think I like your music. Right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I know what that means. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm pretty sure none of the, the kids that live in my home listen to this podcast at all. Okay. Right. Yeah. Like, well, like they just don't. And I've asked my kids too. I've sent them links. I'm like, hey, if you want to hear your dad talking and maybe I even mention you, hey, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, sounds fun. So cool, dad. Nope. Nope. They're not going to. They're not going to listen. Nope. And so I know none of them are listening right now. Mm -hmm. But it's like you want them to. Mm -hmm. 
yeah. and you want to hear their feedback. Yeah. And then one day, you know, when they're past college and, and we're off doing our cool um, hunts in um, Africa, whatever the heck we're going to do in our 60s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to be like, oh, I wish we could spend more time with our dads. And then they'll have this podcast that they'll just be able to like listen to listen to yeah like yeah. oh is that why he was doing that yeah. now i see and so like yeah my daughter 30 years from now is going to listen to this podcast and go oh i should have laughed at him more yeah. and i should have been listening but i'm a teenager and i yeah. i didn't so if you're yeah. wondering what to get us for our 65th birthday something awesome um, a king size bed and also laugh at our jokes just yep. anytime we make them because by that time they're going to be i mean either really really good depending on who you are or just really bad <laughs> or really bad right <laughs> yeah yeah definitely get a king size bed and laugh at jokes that, those are good presents to get mm -hmm. i'd like both of those I'd, I'd, <laughs> laugh at the jokes while giving a king size bed <laughs> here's a your jokes are so funny so funny that i'm going to give you a king size bed as a reward <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, we we um, had our, our biblical debate, which I enjoyed, and I and I I just I wish we could talk about more, but I haven't listened back yet. So I, yeah, we don't know how we came we off. We don't know how we came <laughs> off, and I and I feel that's almost a disservice. But the reason that we haven't um, we have to record today is I leave this afternoon, yeah, and I'm gone all weekend hunting, which is which means we care about you so much that we are making sure that even after we got out of our sweaty workout at the gym before work, we're coming and recording this thing because we know we're not going to be able to get together this weekend. Right. And we need right. this ready for Tuesday. We need this ready for Tuesday. And then when I get back, we're going to record another one. And by that, so the next podcast, you'll hear kind of, you know, maybe some uh, some points we needed to reiterate or hit or, you know, whatever uh, to discuss. Um, yeah, maybe we wildly got something wrong and we want to correct right, it. <laughs> right, because we, we like in the, the heat of everything. Yeah, there was just definitely some points I'm sure that we skipped over or missed mm -hmm. or didn't make the point right or whatever. And so we'll, we'll hit that uh, Thursday. If there's anything. So, so mm -hmm. turn... Tune in to episode 24 if you want to hear about that. I also, I, I enjoy bringing up, you know, topics like that or any kind of topics. You know, like we, we, I don't want to beat a dead horse because I feel like we've talked about this a lot, but um, we, we want to be real and we want to talk about stuff. Yeah. Okay. We got that. <laughs> okay. We got like, it. <laughs> like some of those subjects like vaccines. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like that's a. That's a subject that is very touchy. So touchy, gosh. So why don't we just... Joe, are you vaccinated? Oh, you want to talk about it right now? Sure. No, just right now. I, Have you got the COVID-19 vaccination? Yes. Yes, I would. Both shots. Yes, you would or yes, you did? Yes, I did. I got the okay. Johnson & Johnson single shot. Oh, it's just the one shot. With just the Johnson one shot. And, Johnson. and if someone were to ask me um, to get the other shots, I would just do it. Like, I don't, I don't care. You know, right. Um, I'm kind of like I treat vaccines like I treat nearly every other medication in my life. Okay. You know, I've, I've never once called whoever makes the vitamin C that I take and go, um, who, did you research this? Did you research this? What is, um, where are you sourcing your vitamin C? Is, is How this, are you extracting is it? Is this owned by a liberal company or a Republican company? Because I need to know. <clears throat> and and I guess I got that from um, going over to uh, Iraqi Enduri uh, Operation Enduring Freedom to, mm -hmm. to Iraq. And I got anthrax. I got smallpox. I got 19 the, the different The vaccines, things. not the actual diseases. 
Probably both. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> but the vaccines, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> but and and so I just took that, and I thought to myself, self. I said, yeah. <laughs> and I said, you just just do what the scientists tell you to, because uh, unless you're willing to go and be a scientist and understand that stuff, because you ever had a, a doctor like explain to you what what they're they're giving you or what they're doing to you, and all of the words that they say go right over your head. Mm -hmm. That's usually what happens. And mm -hmm. even if you were to read those words in a dictionary, a medical dictionary, all of the words in the in definition. the definition you wouldn't even understand. Right. You know, so it would right. take like years. So so this <laughs> is this is a weird this is a weird contradiction with you because mm -hmm. you you question you uh, question most authority. Most authority. Mm -hmm. But your exception is when it comes to scientists slash doctors. Mm, not all the time. Not all the time. Yeah. But in this case, when it comes to vaccines, when it comes to medication, when it comes to vitamins, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you just have uh, an immediate trust there. Immediate trust, I And would you say. feel that that's rooted in the lines we used to stand in where people just stabbed us with random needles in the military. Yes. And that draws a line throughout all american history like we've been doing vaccines since george washington was right. a president and right so i've i've and and all of the arguments that i've seen because my dad is a 100 percent before this even covid thing happened he's 100 percent anti-vax and so i've had this talk before and so i've had to look up the history to know exactly what the heck i'm talking about sometimes and um and so I just, in, in a general sense, I, I just think vaccines work. I think we have proof of vaccines working and I think we have zero proof of them not working. And all of those examples that people would send me like, oh, what about this case or that case? Well, I've looked up those cases and have found the that I'm still right, that the vaccines still work and those one or two cases is not good enough to, for me to not take a vaccine like nearly everything. There's always gonna be exceptions to the thing and people are you know i i, I was even i'm i, I feel sent not sensitive um I, I know what people are feeling when they're like well what do you what do you think to to know that you can't sue the government for giving or the the company that gives you a vaccination it's illegal to sue them like that's a that's a law in this country and i was thinking well that's that's great i mean you don't you don't want the people that are saving everyone to go out of business because they made one mistake with one person you know right and then those mistakes are going to happen like like regardless especially when you're trying to vaccinate you know 300 million people with something. somebody's going to be allergic to something mm -hmm. um the person administrating the vaccine may not be perfect because they're also trying to like have like even people that haven't vaccinated before do it you know and mm -hmm. um with with kind of little training and so even like the way that they give it might might cause and that's not the company's fault you know it's that person's fault um so i haven't been vaccinated um Gads. but but I, I got to give you two reasons. Okay. Um, I, I feel exactly as you do. Um, I have been, uh, yeah, in the military, you just stand in, like literally, there's a, there's a line you stand in one day and they you just walk past these medics and there's there's people on both sides of you mm -hmm. and you have your sleeves rolled up and you, you don't know what you're getting put in your body and they don't say hey would you like us to give you the shot no, today no 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 no. you get this opt out yeah thing. yeah no. you, you don't get to opt out you just walk down the line and you get 20 shots that day and, and then you go back like a week later and you get a few more shots mm -hmm. your arm swells up you get sick your armpit hurts mm -hmm. like Bad. um there's like there's just so many things but then after that you're like oh i went to a third world country mm -hmm. and drank i i drank from saddam's um 
sprinkler. Whoa. And that's cool. I'm fine. Right. Like, like there was a lot going on over there. And then I went to, I did a mission trip in Africa where I had to get like seven more vaccinations for for, for different, you know, Ebola and like all sorts of different things. Mm -hmm. Then you take the pills for, oh, what are the pills for? Uh, for for the water, um, oh, waterborne disease, or no 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 no, it's malaria, it was an- malaria was, pills. I thought it was anthrax. So we took no, nope, it's malaria. You take the malaria oh, pills, yeah, that's and right. they like make you sick. Like they just know, like these are gonna make you sick, but it doesn't give you malaria, <laughs> which is better. So like you need to be okay being sick. And so then when I when I compare that to like right now with COVID, it's like, okay, yeah, like a few people uh, have had some adverse things Mm -hmm. and there are some people that have the vaccination that are getting and even dying from COVID. has there been deaths from vaccinated people you know the weird thing about this man now that you question that i'm pretty sure yes but like and i would say the weird thing about what's happening now post and i'm just this is just an observation but post post trump presidency mm -hmm. um i do not see any death count have you seen a death count? Like I know that no, people are they, dying, they, but they, they they start reporting now, and so that's like the whole thing. This is also politicized. I know that like we're not trying to be politis- yeah, politicized. Yeah, and so like when when Trump was around, they wanted to point out the deaths to make Trump look bad. I agree. And now they still want to uh, essentially instill fear, and so they're pointing out the cases and not the deaths because the deaths have gone down mm. and so we need to say that covid mm. is still a thing and so if you get into all of this like uh fear mongering or um what is what is the word um the 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 uh, propaganda of it all okay. right mm-hmm. the the idea is if they keep us fearful and and um segregated it's easier to control the population but there's all of that going on right but honestly like <sighs> Yeah, and so I haven't got vaccinated because I, I had COVID, mm-hmm. and so I have the antibodies, mm-hmm. and so I have this like like weird thing in the back of my head that says mm-hmm. if everybody turns into zombies that got the vaccination, mm-hmm. I want to survive the zombie apocalypse. You want to be the one that's like, <laughs> like taking so, them out, like so bad. <laughs> and so I I'm not trying to be part of the problem. I'm not trying to prove any point. Mm-hmm. At this point, it hasn't affected. Um, you know, my, the things I need to do in my life. And, um, I still try to remain, um, safe when I'm, when I'm around people and I try to be respectful, but I know I have the antibodies already. And so I'm, I'm like, I'm okay. And so like, maybe I need to travel somewhere and, you know, uh, if they do come out with the, you need a vaccination card, you know, that, that's where it does kind of draw a line with me is I do feel out of, out of all of this, it's going to be better to get the vaccination. Mm-hmm. It's proven that if you have, and, and that's the other thing is calling it a vaccination is a weird thing too, because it's not COVID. It's not a dead virus that they're giving you. So your body creates antibodies. It actually is just, it's going to help you through any sickness. Yeah. I'd like to call it just a shot that will help you not die. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's a thing. shot that will help you not die. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I hope that like every, everybody gets it. And the reasons that people aren't getting it are kind of, yeah, they're politicized, and I don't think you should make health choices based on your politics. Oh, um, yeah, we should man. we should all be we should all be concerned about the the general health of, of and so like exercising, eating right, mm-hmm. getting your children mm-hmm. out for walks, like like all sorts of different things that we should be doing, including um, you know being vaccinated. And I I know I'm saying that not being vaccinated myself, but but essentially, I I will 
when I know that I need to. And at this point I'm, I'm just not there yet. And, and so anyway, I just think, um, yeah, it's just, it's, I wish that we could, I wish that we could respect everybody's choices and still be safe and not have to institute laws and, and, and do crazy things and make this politicized because yeah, it's, it's frustrating. I think people should be free to do in a free country. We should be free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only problem is, is, um, I mean, since we don't know about it, people are afraid people have died and it's a contagious thing. You mm-hmm. know, we're just, we're all like in the military, you know, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have, um, vaccinated everyone except for the top brass. You know what I mean? Those guys who decided they didn't want it. You know, we, we do everything, you know? And, um, it kind of reminds me of, um, I just lost a friend yesterday. I found out from COVID and mm-hmm. I, and I think uh, maybe I don't know, but I want to assume that he was vaccinated because he was on the side of that. He was, he was for vaccinations, um, but I'm not sure that he, he got it, you know, because he was a little overweight. He was African-American. Yeah. He was a little older, maybe forties, fifties. Um, yeah. And we just lost Tracy Walker. He was, uh, he used to be a musician here in town. Um, I met him when I started working at Lithia. Um, I went to sales training with Joe. I think it was, no, he was Hudick already working there. Joel, Joe Hudick. Anyways, Tracy Walker, Joe Hudick, and then Jared. Laveau. Laveau. Remember Laveau? Yeah. So I, I went, remember Jared Laveau and Joe Hudick. Tracy Walker is just one I haven't, I don't, I don't remember. I might and have, you think I would remember a larger black man. One of the only ones in, in Montana. In Montana. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he would, he would, he would remind you of that a lot. So huh. I just, I loved his sense of humor and he was one of those drummers that you were like, whoa, this guy is not just kind of drumming. He knows all of the and probably can play rush you know one of these all like whoa that guy can play amazing so anyways i'm just kind of heartbroken over that guy i still play through his bass amp i helped him move and he gave me his bass amp as a payment or whatever Mm -hmm. it it didn't work but i I fixed it up and i think about him sometimes and i was talking to him because he said that he went to the hospital and that he was feeling sick and you know this sucks and you know don't worry about me i'm still breathing yeah and then he wasn't and and so 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 that's the thing right like there's a lot of people on the I don't want to say the other side because I really don't have a side that I pick. Mm-hmm. I under actually, I really try to understand both sides. And I think I do understand both sides. A lot mm-hmm. of people that aren't getting vaccinated right now want to hold on to their freedom to not get vaccinated. The funny thing is, is most of those people didn't like the non-vaccinated people before. Right. right. A lot of the people not getting vaccinated now said you need to vaccinate for polio. You know, you need to do this. You need to do that. Mm-hmm. And people had valid reasons to not get it then. Mm-hmm. And then there's people on the other side that are like, hey, you need to get vaccinated. And yeah, and so there's all of that. But the, the, the people on one side that, that say don't get vaccinated because this is just like the flu. It's not that dangerous. Mm-hmm. How many people do you personally know that have died from the flu? Mm, yeah, I mean, we can all maybe pick out a super old person that maybe passed away because they were already at the end of their life and it turned right. into pneumonia. Right. But I couldn't name one. Right. And, and now from COVID... Mm-hmm. I, I would venture to say that everybody in the United States knows, I mean, not like maybe personally, but, but one or two degrees away yeah. knows more than one person that has died from COVID. Yeah. And I think it's like every year, 
something around 60,000 people were dying of the regular flu. And now we're at whatever we got in a year, about a half a million. Almost. I mean, right, somewhere right. around there. I mean, that's scary. That is something. And I know people are saying, well, you know, they're just calling everything COVID. They're, they're just assigning everything COVID. And if you look at the numbers, how did we have zero, zero flu cases? You know, what, was it all COVID? And um, my answer to that is, um, well, 20, was it 20? 2020? 2020. 2020 was the year that every single person in America all of a sudden was washing their hands for the appropriate amount of time. Right. And that's the number one thing that stops the flu. There was actually a study done. Um, there was a classroom of a teacher and they were little kids. And so she taught them the, hey, sing the happy birthday song twice and made it a rule. And like mm -hmm. that's every time you do it, this is what's going to happen. And her class didn't get the flu while everyone else was suffering. And, and just it changes. So being hygienic actually helps not get sick that's so, weird so that's it, weird so my theory is and i don't know how i would test this but if we could get everyone like make it a law or make it part of our social like this makes us an american how good we wash our hands like if we could just do that all for 365 days just to see if anyone got the flu or any other sort of weird disease you know right uh, that would be interesting to me well and i and so that was a, that was a funny thing way back in the beginning of covid uh, you know, um, they started like, yeah, wash your hands. And it's like, mm -hmm. well, I hope we were doing that before. But no. guys are gross. No, yeah. Oh my, have you like, ever been to a bar? Oh, Not dudes. one person washes their hands. Okay. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to. But I do have a story about that. So I, I, was say, to, I don't want to call me. people out. And so I'm going to try to be vague on this. But mm -hmm. uh, let's just say recently mm -hmm. in that environment, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. using the restroom <laughs> and we were taking part in an activity where everyone kind of touches the same things mm. and I watched two guys walk out of the bathroom after that was a loud truck of some sort oh, on the other side of us yeah. is like a scrapyard <laughs> <laughs> but I watched two guys walk out and then they went and, and touched that thing mm. and I'm like okay guys like two years ago I probably wouldn't have noticed as much yeah you let it slide but now like I get it that you're, and we'll say like right wing, whatever. Come on. You can still vote for Trump and wash your hands. You, you totally can. You can do both. Nobody has to know no, that you I, washed your hands. I won't hands. tell anybody. And here's the thing that I saw just last night that I wanted to share. And I was like, because it was like, it blew my mind. Because I was in, I, when I was in the Marines, I was nuclear, biological, so biological and chemical defense. So I'm all about decontamination and all this stuff, right? Um, and it's always kind of bothered me washing hands. You know, you wash your hands, you put the soap on, you lather it up, you, you rinse them off, and then you touch the same um, thing that everyone else was touching. You know, that little... Um, the hand hand drying <laughs> right. things, you know, oh, the yeah, little lever yeah. that's like kind of wet and moist, even. Yeah. And the, so throughout my life, I've been thinking, well, people just wash their hands right before they touch that, so it's probably okay. But then I saw this amazing hack yesterday, and I got to give it up to Mark over at um, the halftime. I'm sorry, I was, I was, I guess I'm sorry, I was tracking you in the bathroom, but I, <laughs> I heard this happen. So he was behind me. Okay, so if you can picture, he's behind me. And I noticed he's obviously he's an employee, so he's going to be washing his hands. And he, um, I noticed that before he even turns the water on, before he does anything, he hits the little the hand dryer thing to put to make sure he's got um, the, enough, enough towels enough already towels out. Towels already out. Thank yeah. you. And then he washes his hands, and then he rinses, and then rip, bang! 
he dries his hands and he's out the and door. Then, and then here's the key. You grab the, the handle with that towel. Mm-hmm. And as you open the door, you then put your foot there to hold the door right. and throw the towel at the garbage. Yep. Hopefully or, in the garbage. Or, or you can kick it open, your style, whatever your style yep. is. There's actually bathrooms that have handles for your feet. Love those. The, they're my favorite. Mm-hmm. And it all sounds like, like germaphobe things, right? Like, oh, you're n- no people are touching gross parts of their body in this room. Mm-hmm. And you know that. Uh-huh. And then while they're doing that, they're splashing things around. So everything yeah. is Every, kind of... Everything's kind of like um, a the, Petri dish. There's like a sheen yeah, of grossness. Of grossness. Every surface. Yeah, and you wouldn't go like then kiss those people. But you would grab the food that they're about to eat and handle it. Apparently, yeah, apparently, right. Apparently right. you would. Yeah. And so so Oof. anyway, all, all of this, we've kind of gone, gone down a little rabbit trail here. But I just wanted to say like I, I'm, I'm glad we can talk about some of these things. Yeah. Um, I, I'm more than likely will get vaccinated eventually. But again, I, I, I have the antibodies. I'm not currently spreading COVID to anyone and, and I do remain safe. Well, I read that if you have already gotten it mm-hmm. and you have the antibodies and then you get the shot, you become like Superman. And, and so, um, I, I have a, a VA doctor, you know, my health care is through the VA cause oh. I'm a disabled vet. Okay. And so I have like in, in a month and a half. I have an appointment coming up. And so it essentially is like, I'm just kind of lazy and I know I'm going to get the shot in a month and a half. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, I'm just waiting till then mm-hmm. because I have, if I didn't have the antibodies, if I hadn't gotten COVID, I would have already gotten the shot. Whoa. But I'm, I'm just essentially just kind of lazy. It took me two and a half weeks to pick up my contacts. Well, <laughs> I, so I'm, it's okay. You, you have that choice to make, you know what I mean? And you're totally, you perfectly, you can do that. However, if you, within a month and a half, contract COVID and then die, you're going to be in trouble. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going. I, I will no longer be alive, right? Well, I mean, you're going to take a little rest until I find some shaman to bring you back for a oh, minute. okay. A so minute you, or two so I can slap you around. Slap, slap, slap. Okay. And then I'm like, you should have done the thing. Everyone was doing it. The scientists said. And then you're like, well, I mean, I mean, aren't you the guy that's always questioning authority? And I'm like, that's, that's such a, come on, that argument is not fair. <laughs> you, <laughs> right. you know I have emotional problems. This is probably just PTSD triggers. I, <laughs> right. Well, and that's the other thing is I have so many vaccines that like, I, I feel like my immune system. Yeah, I, I think it's a guy thing. Yeah, you think it's a guy thing. Like I'm just invincible. Just like all twelve year old boys think that they, I'm still kind of like an inside twelve year old boy. In, like I'm invincible. Watch, you know what I mean? Like until we get a cold, like the little sniffles, and <laughs> then we are the biggest babies. Okay, right? Uh, are you are you the baby when you get sick? I mean, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I, I feel it's the best time. <laughs> I actually kind of like getting sick. Yeah, you get taken care of. You get taken care of. <laughs> People are like, do you want some soup? I do want I, soup. Oh, I, you know what you say? Like, I guess so. I guess so. I but, guess I want, yeah, what kind do we have? But I mean, And then they mention like seven soups, and you're like, could you go to the store and get me this one kind? Can I have the one with the shiitake mushrooms <laughs> in it? Thanks. <laughs> and and can, you, can you warm up the, the rice bag? I have sore muscles right now. Yeah, the rice bag was perfect. Yeah. Oh, wait, did you did you get COVID? No, no COVID. Okay, so I I did get it. As I said, I have antibodies. Mm-hmm. I it, it wasn't, and so I it, you know there's variants now and all sorts of different things. But um, the the first COVID, we we had a run through our house where a few people actually didn't get it in our home, and at the time we had 
nine people living in our house. Whoa. And uh, I want to say four didn't get it, and five of us did. I think I got it kind of the least of everybody, mm-hmm. um, but the joint pain. There was a lot of joint pain. Oh. I didn't ever really feel it in my lungs. I could still taste food, but uh, for about four to five mornings and um, getting ready for bed, it was the, the worst. And there was one day I really just kind of couldn't get out of bed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I did, definitely didn't get a bad. My son, we were just out hunting last weekend. And I, it, this is kind of weird. If you haven't hunted before, it's, it's, it's kind of weird. But I need you to know that you can smell elk. So, like, if you walk through an area and an elk has been there within, like, a half an hour to an hour, mm-hmm. you know that. Mm-hmm. And so, that's one of the best ways to track elk. Actually, if you can't, if they're not bugling, if you can't hear them calling and making noise, one of the best ways is to smell. You know, you look for sign, but then as you're looking for sign, if you smell an elk, there's more than likely a place they've used the restroom near you. I was about to say, you're smelling elk pee? Yeah, you're, you're, okay. you're smelling like they're, because they're, it, it's breeding season. It's starting to, so you're smelling a lot of their hormones, pheromones, things that they put out, mm-hmm. um, especially in their, their urine or feces. That's gross. And so, um, but you, actually, it doesn't smell bad. Like, it actually is like this almost pleasing aroma. It might be because, mm. like, you know, it's the game you're pursuing, that might be part of why it smells good. This all kind of sounds weird, especially I think if somebody that doesn't hunt, like it I mean, definitely, like, like it kind of smells weird or I, it sounds weird. I've heard farmers love the smell of manure because it smells like money to them. Right, right. And so mm-hmm. I think it might be similar to that, but mm-hmm. it does have almost like a sweet aroma to it. And so I'm like, oh, the first time I smell them, it, it's so exciting. Mm. And so I look over at my son and you're trying not to talk a bunch. And so you just kind of point at your nose mm-hmm. and, um, and he's like, I can't, I can't smell it. And so even like almost a year ago now, mm-hmm. when COVID went through our house, he still hasn't got his smell completely back yet. Dang. And there was a few times he could smell it. He could smell the elk, but when it was kind of faint, he couldn't, he couldn't smell it very well. So kind of like you're hearing like certain, certain the faintest of noises. Right, right. And so like up. maybe his smell never fully comes back. I mean, after a year, that's a long time. Yeah, that's a long time. And and I've never heard of a flu doing that. Yeah, I mean... Right? And so that should be like a fair comparison. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm sure people, o- older people... Uh, what do they call it? Uh, Cormid morbidity... Uh, no. Um, oh, com- comorbidities. 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 Mm-hmm. There we go. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, the, the people that are dying from COVID have comorbidities. Yes. They have They have several, you know, being um, overweight or obese, having mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, heart problems, um, ha- maybe having the flu, you know, whatever, like, is, is tacked onto that. Mm-hmm. But, but honestly, like, COVID's the nail in the coffin. Yep. Um, and I'm not trying to say that in a, in a joking manner. But, uh, you know, with, with all of these things tied in with it, COVID is a death sentence. Mm-hmm. And, and that's not true for the flu. That's right. The flu doesn't just pick out overweight people or people with whatever. Right. It, it's not like saying people. like, oh, you will die now. It's like, oh, you got the flu. Like this is this kind of sucks. This kind of sucks. It is serious. Yeah. Be careful. You know, yep. do these things, yep. but you'll be okay. Most, most likely. And then, you know, oftentimes the flu, if you got it while you were in the hospital, it'll turn into like something else like pneumonia, mm-hmm. right? You hear people getting that. Mm-hmm. And then the, the pneumonia, that, that's a very dangerous thing as well that, yeah. that you'll get. And so, yeah, um, I don't want to keep, keep talking about the COVID thing, but I did want to bring it up on here because it's definitely like the, the front 
of everybody's minds. It's definitely the elephant in many rooms. Yeah, and we haven't talked about it much. And I, I just want to say, you know, as, as, as you're listening to this, I, I know we have right-wingers and left-wingers and Christians and mm-hmm. non-Christians and atheists and I-don't-knows. And You're all welcome here. Yeah, you, you all are, are totally welcome here. And I think that each one of you can kind of pick, not, I don't want you to pick a side, but you can probably... Um, Choose wisely. Well, you can you can um, relate to either Joe or myself and 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 understand. But then you can see that Joe and I are coming to an agreement here mm-hmm. in in the fact that like we may not like uh, what what's the main doctor's name right now? I can't think of it. Fauci. Um, Fauci. You may not like him. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you you may not like the the Johnson and Johnson or. Mm-hmm. Um, Pfizer, 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 mm-hmm. and there's one more. There's three different. Um, you you may not like these companies. Uh, they they may have backgrounds. Uh, I actually uh, saw this uh, this uh, uh, short video on on Johnson and Johnson, and uh, the the this thing just came out because everybody's mad at Johnson and Johnson. So they're doing all this research, and they say that their their sunscreen sun sun block causes cancer. Oh yeah, but they're um, all of those kind of like cosmetic things that they make is only like fifteen percent of what the company revenue comes mm-hmm. from is from those like baby oils and different things, right? Yeah, um, eighty to eighty-five percent of their revenue comes from um, cancer treatment equipment. Well, and then one of their things causes cancer, and so they were like, "Oh, there's a conspiracy here." Uh, sure, yeah. sure, there might be a conspiracy, mm-hmm. but I'm telling you that like. It, it's going to be okay. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be okay. There, there's a chance you may have an adverse reaction to a vaccine, but that's true with any vaccine. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would venture to say that 98% of people listening here have every other vaccine. Yeah, that's true. Every yeah. other one you get, um, the, the, um, polio, <laughs> you know, we got smallpox in the, in the military anthrax. Yep. Like we've, we've got so many of these. We've been fine. And the only reason if we if we went down to the root of it, the only reason many people aren't getting vaccinated is because it's been politicized. Yeah, I think so. And actually, that feeds into the machine. Yes, that, that does. That feeds, feeds into it. the separation. You you may think mm-hmm. that like by not doing this, it's not feeding into the machine. That's exactly what they want you to think. Yeah, you wouldn't be doing that <laughs> if they hadn't told you that. Like you didn't, right. you didn't you didn't arrive at this on your own. Right. You know when, when they say when when swine flu is coming out, if they would have said here's a vaccine for it, and it wasn't this big political thing, everybody would have just got it. Yes. And they would have been fine if they were handing it out at schools. And they would have been really excited if they were giving ice cream coupons for it. So true. Right? Like, we would have been excited about it. But now that it's politicized, it's like, no, no, they're, why do they need to do this? They need to do it because it's been politicized. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they, they need to offer money to people because we cannot convince them with facts anymore. It's been politicized. Yeah. But on the other hand, I don't want to single out people that are non-believers or whatever. Like, you want, you want your freedom, you know? And I, I actually like that these people are around because it makes oh, absolutely. it makes me feel less like I have to do the research. You know what I mean? <laughs> because there are so many people doing the research and thinking that, oh, I've got the research. You got to check this out. Like how many links have you been sent? Like I've been sent, like I have, a, I have a person on my Facebook who's all into the QAnon thing, just all into it. Right. And I'm like, you know what? Send me whatever video. I'll watch it. And... I did, and I was like, you know what? This sounds like a lot of propaganda. Didn't actually make any logical sense. <laughs> and they, they gave me the, um, 
well, this information isn't for everybody, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I, I don't I take no offense. You know, I don't. I like that people are out there questioning authority because that's what I like doing. But I can't question every single one. Like here, I'm questioning my psychologist, my trainers, <laughs> um, any, 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 Anyone that works in the school board administration, I've questioned them. Any mm-hmm. any local politician, I've questioned them. I've I've called them up and told them what for a few times. Right. Um, but there's certain ones that I'm like, you know what? There's a ton of people already doing this work. Like I don't feel like I have to call up Dr. Fauci and be like, hey, you better be on the up and up, bro, because we're watching you. No, because he's probably getting like 100,000 emails a day from people saying that already, and they're creating their own websites, and they're sending me links. And I'm looking at the links. You know, yeah. I feel like that's yeah. how community works. Well, and that's the thing is, like, I, I hope, uh, you know, now that you're saying this, I feel like maybe I've, I've leaned to the side to convince everybody to get vaccinated. That's not the goal at all. I don't think um, you're doing that. Yeah, I, I don't want that to be what what's coming across. I just... Uh, Let's, let's not make it this big political thing and definitely do your research and do what makes you feel comfortable. Yeah, I mean... Uh, rationally go through. I, I irrationally have, have gotten to the point where I'm at. It's, it's an irrational... I, I want to survive the zombie apocalypse. Well, just... I mean, if we can both be irrational then. Irrational? 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 If we can both do that, then I just want everyone to get vaccinated. Like, okay. <laughs> like that's the sign I'll, I'll just lean towards. Like, even though I appreciate everyone, I appreciate that information, I appreciate the research... I just want you to get a vaccination. Like, how about 100% vaccination? And I'll read every single report. And then if I find out that we did this wrong, I will um, join your group of people and make a sign that says we don't like whatever person did that to us. Okay. I'll join. Mm-hmm. Um, did, do you know about Elvis? Elvis Presley? I've heard of him, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so he's this uh, famous musician. And, and when vaccine, vaccines were um, back back when when Elvis was extremely popular mm-hmm. uh, they were having a hard time getting people to get I can't remember which vaccine it was I, I want to say it was the polio vaccine but I, I definitely could be wrong okay and so he just went on national TV and got vaccinated on national TV mm, so it comes from and Elvis then, doing this and then um, the vaccinations in the next two months I think like skyrocketed because um, well, we all want to be the king man right <laughs> And then now we see, when we see an Elvis Presley type person, we no longer have as much trust as we used to have for, for these famous people, yeah. right? I mean, and so when we see like um, Lady Gaga, yeah. you know, get vaccinated, we act, that actually might not like sway us. Doesn't affect me at all. Yeah. Because I think now we've seen through the veil, you know, um, I saw an interview with Chris Stapleton. I think he was on Mr. Rogan's show and... Um, he was actually kind of talking and it was weird to hear Chris Stapleton talk because he gives off this aura of a mountain man who's been living his whole life playing the banjo and drinking moonshine somewhere. And he is just genuinely legit. Um, but he's actually just a corporate songwriter from Nashville and has been for years. That's what he does. <laughs> and so his wife was like, you know, don't, don't let people see behind the veil too much. You know, you want to, you want to keep that mystery. Yeah. You know, you don't want, you don't want people knowing that you're just a, you're kind of just a corporate cog that has a real good voice. And, right. and that's why he was in the right place at the right time. All of a sudden, Chris Stapleton goes from nothing, no one hears about him at all, to he might be the fam- most famous singer in the world right now, <laughs> you know, singing with Justin Timberlake for summer. Did you know that he sang at his birthday? Oh, I'm going off as Chris yeah, Stapleton. Yeah, I, I didn't know. Well, well, well it, it all ties in with the whole Elvis thing. Like, 
we have right wing and left wing like Chris, Chris Pratt we have is seen, the right wing yeah. Christian and, and so if he does something the right wings can we used to hold him up on these pedestals you yeah. know we'd think that they were so moral and so smart and so wise and just the greatest people and that's why they were famous and why they got that opportunity now we know because we can see behind the veil like and and they're overexposed almost mm -hmm. and we, that that actually goes down to the root of of all of this is that um, yeah, you know, Fauci, he is a compromised human because we all have faults. You know, we all, um, we, we talked about it on the last podcast a little bit. Like we, we all like have selfish tendencies. Mm -hmm. And so without a doubt, he's, he's trying to do the best he can first and foremost, more than likely for him. Mm -hmm. And, and, and the result of that is, is bringing us information through his research but it's it's you know it's self selfishly motivated. There's there's zero of us that aren't selfishly motivated. Yeah, and I mean with him, like you know, think about it. Like he's at the end of his life, maybe, but he's been doing this for a long time, <laughs> and so and he's kept the same job, you know. And so if it, if we found out that he had been somehow compromised or giving us the wrong information, maybe on purpose, you know, like we would have him strung up somewhere. We would get him out of there so quick, you know, right. but we don't because we actually can't prove any of that because none of that's actually, I mean, to our knowledge actually happening, you know, mm -hmm. we have mm -hmm. certain little, Oh, maybe, maybe he's doing this for that reason. Cause he's trying to make a little money, but he's also worried about his reputation. Like he doesn't want to be known as the guy that killed half a million people because of his, his dumb research. He's right. really trying his best, yeah. you know? So even if he does make a mistake, it's hard for me to believe the guys that are like, oh, Fauci, we hate him, and he's an evil person because of these reasons. I'm like, really? I mean, I don't even believe that about Trump. I just don't. I don't, right. I don't believe he's evil for evil's sake. I, I just, I maybe he's doing stuff that I don't like, and that may be an evil thing, sure, but he's just another human. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> no, we're not going to go down that. I'm not going to go down that, that rabbit trail. You don't that have to, trail there. Sorry, we're not going down it. Sorry, you don't have to follow me down. No, there. it's okay. I just um, mentioned it and we can go on. Okay, so so we we have caught up on the workout this morning and air assault fans being horrible. Uh, how much we do appreciate approval from our families we, and, yeah. and, and like almost desire and need it. Mm-hmm. And, and then we talked about vaccines and, and what you think and what I think. Uh, what, what else should we cover this morning? I mean, we are at Albanco, so a little bit of news there. We like to kind of give at the end of podcasts is mm -hmm. uh, the coffee's coming. I know we've been saying that for a really long time. We're not going to you know, beat this to death, but it is coming, mm -hmm. and it should be here next week. And with that, you know, Joe and I will do a little bit of work to uh, figure out the best method for you to order your coffee. I know you've been you've been waiting on it. We've had people beating down our doors like, where's my coffee? Mm -hmm. uh, I'll drive it to you if you're yeah. in town here. And so if you're somebody that's going to order a coffee from us, you can shoot us a message now and we'll get you on the list and you'll be the first first ones mm -hmm. with the, the coffee uh, in your hands and in your in your face hole, drinking warm, delicious Guatemalan micro brew mm. ro micro roast coffee micro roast yeah yeah limit That's limited edition limited edition you can't get this anywhere nope only here only here only i mean i mean it's roasted yeah. by a coffee scientist basically and what joe and i have noticed is like the the best and slash easiest way for this coffee to taste the the 
The absolute best. Like it tastes bo- good just like like out of the drip, you mm-hmm. know, and you can put a little cream in it or whatever you normally do. Mm-hmm. But the best way we've both realized is to put it through the drip and then put it on ice. Yeah, iced coffee with this roast is like blows my mind. Yeah, it, it's some of the best iced coffee I've had. I haven't tried it like, like cold brewing it or anything like that, but mm-hmm. um, just out of the drip and put it over ice. And it was it was really good. I actually um, I, I sound so uh, I don't know weird. I, I, I sound some way saying I, I use soy milk. Like a year ago, if I'd have said soy milk, I'd have been like, "You drink soy milk? It doesn't work. It's my favorite. You- <laughs> it is like like I'm okay now. I like, think I think you suffer from many stereotypes. Oh, I know? so do. I think you suffer. I so from do. And, and they're they're fun to get rid of. Like yeah. Like I think Archer said this, um, and it was the pirate episode. And he was talking about how the pirates were skewing gender stereotypes. Remember that? Yes, I do. That's one of my favorite things yeah. to do is to askew stereotypes. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I, man, I succumb to it more than I've realized. Yeah. And so, yeah, like the whole soy milk thing. But it's fantastic. It's high in protein. I put a little soy milk in this iced coffee. Delicious. It was so delicious. So delicious. So if you want some of that, you can message us on our, our Facebook page, the Joe... Um, um, miraculously, you know, got up and, and is, is is running, and all of you uh, liked it and followed it, and or you can message us on the the Instagram. Yeah, thanks we'll, again we'll for all those back. likes, everybody. That was really cool. I mean, we got a bunch right away. Yeah, right away, right away. It was really good, and we appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, yeah, well, oh, I wanted to say something on that note too, and I just lost it because we were thanking everybody. Thank yep, you. it's gone. Thank you for your distraction, everyone. You're just... It's just, gone. Just the thought of you brings us down a tangent. We, <laughs> we think about you often. Like, I, I I, think about you like that guy from Blue's Clues. If you saw that recently, there was a... the What was the name of the guy? Darn it. It's not, well, you know, the, the guy um, who was the owner of Blue's, and he would take you on these little adventures in the TV show. Well, he came out and did a little video yesterday or the day before on YouTube. Uh-huh. And he was like, hey, I've been gone for a long time, and I just wanted to say I haven't forgot about you. And you're doing great. You know what I mean? And, like, and no kidding, like it, all my friends were like, you know, they're like crying. They're just yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> they're just like, oh my god, that's so touching. You have to watch it. I'm gonna have to. It's, you have to send me the link. Even if, even if you never really was into blue or yeah, Blue's Clues, I think it was. I think my kids were, and that's why I was watching it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, I wasn't into it, but my kids uh, watched it. We just figured out Blue's Clues. We just figured out Blue's Clues. Yeah. We just figured out Blue's Clues because you're really great. <laughs> Yep, and that sentiment, and I'll I'll send you the link. That sentiment is what I'm trying to send our listeners because I just feel like I think about them all the time. You know, like I'm not. We have a connection. We have a connection. Like I'm thinking, hmm, there could be people all over the country listening to us. There's like maybe more than 25 people listening right now. So I looked. I looked at some of our numbers, and I have so many different places I have to look. So podcast is not that it's new, but it's it's one of the most growing. Uh, forms of, of entertainment and communication right now. Mm-hmm. And so they don't have like the analytics like nailed down yet. Mm-hmm. Like if you go to YouTube, you can figure out, you can almost like get the addresses for everybody watching. Like they have the, the analytics figured out. And so I have to go to like three different websites mm-hmm. to really kind of narrow down. And so I don't know how much of the numbers overlap. But on RSS, which is the main 
place we release our podcast because then it goes from there to everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says that we have like 19 followers, mm-hmm. like like active. They listen to every single thing. Mm-hmm. Then on Apple, it says we have 28. And so I don't know how many of those overlap. Oh, yeah, gotcha. But it could be 19 and 28. Like it really could be. Mm-hmm. And then Spotify is our number one that's where people are mainly listening is on Spotify. Okay. So thank you to all of you Spotify followers. We have 40. Cool. 40 on Spotify. So I know what I know for a fact is we have 40 on Spotify and like 28 on Apple. So we at least have about 70 people that listen to, to every episode right now. Wow, that's encouraging. We'll, we're going to up, get up there above 100 here pretty soon, and then we'll be kind of sailing, won't we? Yeah, they, they say that 90% of podcasts don't get over 100 average listeners. Whoa, we'll be in the 10%. We'll, we'll be in a 10% if we can get up to 100, 100 followers that that's listen cool. um, to every episode that will be in the top 10% of podcasts. Well, that's a cool goal. I mean, we've got cool things cooking here, too. Um, I'm, I am working on some um interviews you know not just because we're not like actively getting them on you know next week or the week after like i'm working on them because they're taking a little bit more time yeah you know, with uh yeah we're i'm i think i'm really hoping to get um a native american who went through one of the local residential school programs so, oh so yeah it, so you know all that that huge thing that happened in canada where they found all those kids i think it's grave. almost to four thousand children they've found mm-hmm. buried under residential schools now yeah and i'm and i haven't looked this up yet um but i have been told to look this and so i'm going to do research and we're going to actually before we bring this person on we're going to have we're going to be very researched and we're going to be researched and we're also going to have a mental health expert on with us we'll have to bring four um, we'll have to have two microphones, but I was like, that's perfect. You know, cause we're not experts and I don't want to ask the wrong question. And if I do, I want someone there to help us. You know what I mean? What if yeah, I, to, what if I trigger correct. something? Yeah. Yeah. Cause we're, yeah. you know, for lack, you know, for lack of a better way to explain it, we're just two white straight males. You know what I mean? Trying to, I mean, we have our own perception from how we've been able to live this life up to this point. Yep. And sometimes it's our ignorance, uh, unfortunate ignorance, um, can, can be offensive. To other cultures. Right. And there's two types of ignorance. There's purposeful. Yes. You know, that you're yes. just being ignorant like I am about the vaccine. You're ignorant. <laughs> yeah. But then there's the other ignorance that you actually kind of don't know that you're doing because of how you've just lack lived. Of, just lack of information. Yeah, just a lack of information. Not and like that's you. the one that we want to be careful of because that one can be... Well, I mean, they both can be bad. Um, I'm just really excited about that because I went yeah. to school out in the valley. And out in the valley, there's um, Fort Shaw. And if I've got, and that's why I got to watch this documentary. There was a documentary, and maybe more than one. So there's one that I know I it's in my memory banks from the last five, ten years. Some big um, thing about the Fort Shaw ladies Native American basketball team. And this documentary was like they were so great; they were world champions. And I was like, wow, that's hmm, that's something. And then that went away from my mind. And years later, this has now been presented to me again. And what the rep- and what the person was saying is like, you need to look back into that because that was actually a residential school. Those kids might not have been doing that because they liked to do that. They might have been being forced. And I'm like, oh man. So so on well, that note, um, my uh, my wife and I, you know, we do foster care. And we're pretty heavily involved in that community. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't remember how long ago. I'm going to say two years ago, but it, I think it was less than that. There was a camp found here in Montana mm-hmm. where people from all over the United States sent their children 
that they had adopted from around the world. Mm-hmm. So there were um, internationally adopted children that the American families did not want to take care of anymore. Oh. So they sent them to this camp. And the camp was pretty much treating these children as indentured slaves. Okay. Um, servants. Okay. Right here in Montana. Ugh. And overnight we had, I, I can't remember the exact number, somewhere between 50 and 100 children that we had to find homes for like overnight like you and your company no 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 no. Uh, just just just, just the state of montana like like when i say that we as a collective we of like we as a community okay had to come together uh, a foster care community had to come together and find homes and so i had one family uh, that i helped kind of recruit into foster care that they wanted younger children they wanted they they, uh, couldn't have any of their own children so they wanted younger children so they could experience you know babies and toddlers and things that that they couldn't biologically Come to find out that family actually did end up having a biological child after they started doing foster care. Cool story. That's actually happened several times for me. Nice. Um, but they, they took in a 17-year-old boy when they heard that this happened. And, uh, and anyway, so, so there's a lot that goes on around us. So when we're talking about these residential schools, that mm-hmm. sounds like just like this great name. Right, doesn't it? It doesn't right? sound it's bad. It's like, oh, I want to go to a residential school. Sounds that sounds, great. It sounds great. But they weren't. Yeah, we're talking about that specific Native American, th- and and, ama- and and from from the small amount of research. So I don't want to be ignorant here, but um, the small amount of research I've done, it was ma- mainly to indoctrinate Native Americans into white Euro American culture. Yes, to to say, hey, these things aren't right, mm-hmm. and you need to uh, believe in one God. Not the spirit world that's been working for you yep. for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. You need to wear these clothes. You need to, you know, dress this way. You need to get this job. Cut your hair. And if you didn't like it, they're just literally going to bury you in the backyard of the school. Yep. And that's what we're finding all over Canada. And apparently this has happened in the United States. It's just covered up a little bit more in the United States. Yeah, I was told, and I can't confirm this, but I was told that uh, can't, the Canadian problem is just a drop in the bucket compared to us. Right. You know, I was and, like, and so we just don't understand. I, you know, for a living, I do this and tell people about like things that they don't know happen. You know, we have over 400 children in our little county here in foster care. Oh, um, it's actually per capita is one of the worst in the nation. Whoa. Right here in Great Falls, Montana. I didn't know uh, that. For foster care. You did and it so, just then. I say, I didn't know that. <laughs> right, right. And uh, so, and so it's just, um, we're, we're so, well, it's, it's actually like an ignorance, right? It's like, like we just, we just, it, it's to no fault of anyone. We just, just we just know. don't know because we we know that there's a river that flows through Great Falls and Montana's big sky country that's beautiful and hunting. We gotta and get you d- to work. You don't realize that we have one of the highest suicide rates. We have more meth and alcohol abuse than nationally is 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 acceptable, mm-hmm. and that causes a lot of children to be raised by other people other than their parents. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and so these resident schools are another kind of form of that, that has all happened and we just are unaware of it. And we'd like to, we'd like to be one avenue that could make people a little bit more aware. Yeah, and so resident, resident schools is one of them. And, and so, yeah, we've, um, as we discussed, we're, we're just working a little harder on where we're getting our interviews from. Mm-hmm. And also Joe and I want to be more like, you're, you're literally, literally listening to a practice episode. Yeah. Right, like, like yeah. we continue to want to communicate um, more clearly, uh-huh. and and the best that we can, so that we can be as respectful as we can when we have these interviewees on. Yeah, and then we could feel like we're actually helping instead of 
going in there and trying to fix everything like maybe we might be known to do um i would like to just get the best platform that i can um and and then offer that to people yep like it's you know because it's hard to do this it's hard to record things it's hard to make it sound good it's hard to make it listenable yeah you know um, and we don't just want to be two guys talking about what we did yeah, you know, that gets a little old because, I mean, who cares what we did every single week? Right, and and we can share that a little bit because there's f- some fun stories and things like that, but we we don't want to be um, just always talking about, oh, I went for a drive and I did that. You know, we want to talk about real things that are, that are both entertaining and educational, and a, a lot of that just results from, like, passion in your lives to continue to pursue things mm-hmm. and, and stories about people, and, th- and that's who we are. So we're thankful that you're here. I think we're gonna we're gonna end this podcast. Yeah, we got stuff to do today. Yeah, we're gonna get after it today. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as we always say, and it's not a ploy, it's not a, some kind of like marketing trick. We appreciate every time you share this with someone. Yeah, we do. It, it is a back rub. You are giving Joe. Well, actually, right now, what he needs is like a knee massage. Yeah. Because his knee is a little sore. Maybe like uh, a Reiki session, like an energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's what you're doing every time you share this with someone. Mm-hmm. If you take the time, um, I know we shared this a couple podcasts ago to go to Apple, even if it's not where you listen, if you can go to Apple Podcast and share. Uh, we haven't gotten any more people to, to review us. We've got eight right now, eight reviews, and uh, only three that have written something. So if you go and do that, we will we will share your handle right here on the podcast and and give you a shout out because we really appreciate that sharing is caring thank you for doing it have a great week liking reviewing Mm -hmm. have a great week we we are this is tuesday episode 23 coming at you from al banco we're almost at our halfway to 50 our first goal we're feeling good about this we hope you're feeling good we want you to have a great week great weekend till till we see you again Until we see you again, I've been Brian. I've been Joe. We'll We'll see see you next show. show.